Hey, Asterios, do you want to hear my uh, impression of a free BBC YouTube documentary? Sure. <clears throat> Britain has a benefits problem. And then you cut away to a fat British person and say, I got three and a half million quid every fortnight from the government benefits office and I want more. <laughs> <laughs> Today's Brit's welfare state is bigger than ever, and as Britain's expanding waistlines continue to pack on the pounds, they're taking in our pounds from the welfare state. Asterius, I have no idea if you know this, but like there is an entire genre of free YouTube videos. There's a YouTube channel I've been absolutely obsessed with, listener, if you have no idea what I'm re referencing, called Only Human, and they have... I think 2.1 million subscribers or something like that. Some ridiculous amount of subscribers. And I assume I have no idea where Only Human came from. It seems to be some British like conglomerate that just shits out video after video after video, like hour long documentary, not like 15 minute uh, take your ad money and go videos, like entire documentaries about fat people <laughs> and poor people and People eating poorly and also bludgeoning off the dole. Bludgeoning off the dole, eh? Bludgeoning off the dole. There's one, uh. Benefice fraud. Oh, bother. <laughs> I was watching one. It, these, I recommend that everybody go check out at least one of these videos. My personal favorite is Junk Food Kids. And uh, they all have great names. Like, it's so bizarre. I don't know who's paying for these or where they're coming from. I assume they're just like Rupert Murdoch shitting out propaganda, like constantly to get rid of welfare. Because let me tell you, these documentaries are not subtle at all. Here's how I imagine they record these documentaries, right? Here's how I imagine they find people. So one time, you ever been to the Food and Wine Festival in Philadelphia? No. It's really good. It's good. I went to the Food and Wine Festival. What the Food and Wine Festival is, is a bunch of like really nice restaurants. Well, they'll make a little tasting menu and you'll pay like 25 bucks and you get to taste a bunch of different uh, dishes that you'd normally have to pay like $35 each for an entree for, right? Okay. So I went to the Food and Wine Festival a couple of years ago and they had like actual national news like NBC. They're filming people and interviewing them. And a friend of mine that I was there with was standing there getting recorded by NBC. And in the background, there were two like there's just some sh chuckle fucks trying to make comedy in the background and <laughs> screaming at the NBC camera. So my friend turns around and says, hey, can you guys go fuck off and do that somewhere else? We're trying to show Philadelphia nice on television. And the guy's like, fuck you, bitch. Property tax is already high enough. <laughs> so how I imagine that they cast for these types of documentaries is they go on Craigslist and they say, or whatever the British version of Craigslist and say, hey, do you, are you on benefits and do you want to make Britain look as bad as possible? If so, do I have a hundred quid for you? <laughs> Because, oh, oh my God, they follow, they, I don't know where they get these people, but for example, the one family that they were following was this woman that shed out 11 kids and was like, it's not my fault that I have 11 kids because I don't believe in abortion. I just fell pregnant and it's the state's responsibility to take care of people that happen to fall pregnant. She says that? Yes, like a she pregnancy did. occurred. She, well, okay, look, let's put, let's put aside the troubling usage of the verb fall <laughs> i fell pregnant like usually people don't just like spew talking points that are exactly what conservatives think about them i don't like abortion and it's the state's problem i got kids it is every one of these little buggers is another 50 quid a week it is lady you're, you're making us look bad here, lady. It's so obvious what they're doing. Let me tell you, the narrator, if if that, if them just spewing a conservative talking points wasn't enough, the narrator does help out. Um, okay. For example, I was watching an episode today. Uh, this is just a little sample. It'd be like a common pattern that they'll follow is they'll run into some type of trouble with the benefits office, usually because uh, through some fault of their own, like mm -hmm. they miss appointment with their counselor or they... Uh, their car broke down on the way. No, not stuff like that. Like, it's intentional. It's like, they didn't apply for enough jobs, so their benefits got cut in half. Okay. So, stuff like that. And then, most of the episode is then bitching and moaning how, like, getting half the amount of benefits uh, is, like, they can't live. Like, they're scrounging. They can't live without half their amount of normal benefits. And then it'll be like... 
In order to earn her full benefits, Jessica would need to have a job that paid £75,000. But she's getting all of that from taxpayers. <laughs> like, it says shit like that. And then, so they'll sort out their problem with the benefits office. They'll get their benefits money. And then they have to celebrate, obviously. So they'll show them, like, going shopping. And For, be- like, lobster, I assume. Or, or like- whatever British people, whatever British lobster is. Like, the really good candy bars. Oh, you're like, yeah, like, cl- tattoos and shit. Like, whatever you think poor people spend money on that. You know, I didn't. <laughs> I honestly, that wasn't in my little list. I, I was thinking, I don't know, champagne, crumpets, like those like little pyramid tea bags that have the extra surface area for extra t- tattoos. Celebratory del bludgeon tattoos, that is. Yeah, no, there's one episode where this woman is like, it's my money, and who cares how I spend it? It's my money. Uh, it's not like I've killed anybody. I'm just taking money from the doll. And it's like, her new sleeve will cost upwards of 500 pounds. But one thing's for certain, Christine won't be paying for it <laughs> like shit like that is so great i don't know personally i thought i find these to be fantastic background noise just to have them on in the background as i'm working because first of all they're like comedy they're like cartoon characters how bad these people like you couldn't write a better dull bludger than any of these people on these that they choose to interview and follow with these programs. And second of all, because everybody in the comments is like so mad and I just don't get it. I'm sorry. I think welfare fraud is funny. Of course it I is. I do. I think it's very funny. We're all committing some kind of fraud. It's like the small, it's like, Congratulations, you tricked the government out of like $500, like bravo. Like everybody in the comments is like, oh, why why do you think you don't have to work when you're bludgeoning 80,000 pounds off the dole every year? And meanwhile, I'm sitting here like, ha ha, you'd rather shit out 11 kids than work at Buffalo Wild Wings. Fucking relatable. (laughs) The whole thing with like benefits or like in America, like now we have like a similar thing with like the, the migrant crisis. Boomers think that these poor people are, like, getting, like, an amazing deal, like, an amazing amount of money and, like, the best food. It's like, have you ever seen these poor people? They look like shit. They live in shit. This isn't a a, a life to aspire to. You would think that the dregs of society would live in shit, Asterios, but the truth is they live there in mansions in New York City, and it's all paid for on the taxpayer's dime. I don't know that that's true, <laughs> they but... They do. Uh, uh, this is Christine. She's entitled to an eight-bedroom mansion because she has 16 kids by 14 and a half men. <laughs> I, okay. On one hand, I don't believe what you're saying, but on the other hand, that British announcer voice makes it sound super duper true. Christine, maybe Christine is ripping me off. She's taking... £80,000 every year out of your pocket, Asterios Coconos, <laughs> to feed her brood. <laughs> well, the other thing is, it's like, none of us do a good job at work. It's <laughs> the thing where, like, these boomers are like, oh, I built this country, I did. Like, me and the queen built it, like, brick by brick, lorry by lorry, lift by lift. It's like, I know what people do at the office all day. Fucking nothing, because that's all I've done for 20 goddamn years. Yeah. Look, look at what you're doing at work all day. You're watching a free YouTube <laughs> program about poor people ripping off the government while you're ripping off your employer. Yeah, sitting there dreaming away. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I think it's funny. I think that it's pointless to sit there and be like, oh, wasting government money because the government's always wasting all money all the time forever. Like, That's all it's good for. You think the go- the benefit fraud we see on BBC is flagrant? You imagine what they're wasting on like just little things. Like you government contractors like, oh, we need we need a giant metal beam. How much does a giant metal beam cost? Well, I'm the only guy that sells giant metal beams, so I don't know, a trillion dollars. <laughs> and the government's like, yeah, I have that. Here you go. You know how often like our military buys like computer parts and then later we find out, oh, they were from China. Oh, they were filled with spyware. <laughs> but they were the cheapest. <laughs> and the, the other thing I fucking hate is like when a city will be like, we'll give you half a billion dollars and build a stadium for like you to move your NFL team here. It's like, like they can't fucking afford to like build a little stadium how about this just 
pay it off a year at a time, like the rest of us do when we buy property. Because ah. it's always shit-ass states doing that. Hey, Alaska, how about you figure out how to get a 7-Eleven before you <laughs> want an NFL team? How about that? Well, I'm really glad to hear that you're having so much fun watching these dull bludgers. I'm not having fun, Asterios, because my pockets are being picked constantly <laughs> by benefits. I woke up this morning after picking a pimple on the other side of my chin, and it hurt. And we know whose fault that is. It's benefits. <laughs> it's, it's the fault of the benefits? It's benefits. God damn. They're eating their benefits. <laughs> Fat people are disgusting. Everyone knows that. But Britain has more than a pounds in the mouth problem. That's right. They're eating their benefit checks. <laughs> no, you mean they're spending the money on food. No, they're physically eating the checks. The benefits come on. Each piece of paper contains about an average of 6,500 calories. American calories. Oh, <laughs> that <laughs> pussy ass Australian kilojoule shit. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, sorry we skipped a week. Uh sorry we sorry we skipped a week of episodes last week, guys. We were on benefits. So this is what happens when you're not incentivized to work. Welcome everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast out of the year. I'm your host, Asterios Coconuts. With us, as always, is Sarantia. Hello, Asterios Coconuts. I'm here to expose the benefit fraud in this apartment. In this apartment? <laughs> we took people's money and didn't deliver an episode. No, that's true. Look, I legitimately didn't think anyone would notice or care <laughs> that we were gone for two weeks. So many people reached out and were like, are you dead? Are you getting divorced? Are you in some sort of suicide divorce pact? Like, you got a lot of messages from people. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. 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 I'm so sorry. Wait, let's make our own celebrity apology of the week. Okay. An, a, a lapse in episodes occurred. And a lapse in episodes, some uh, some tasks occurred and a lapse in episode was found. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have a very good excuse for why we did not put out two episodes in a row, which was I had a relapse. Yeah, now you feel bad for complaining about no episode, don't you? Somebody had a huge fucking relapse and went on a giant goddamn bender. Sure puts this no podcasting in perspective, doesn't it, listeners? Yeah, meanwhile, I went to the doctor. This is fucking bullshit. You owe me a relapse. Well, first off, how did things go with the doctor? It was bad. Did they find anything up there? No, of course they did. What do you mean up there? In my vagina? No, nothing in my vagina, nothing in my arms, nothing in my brains. Okay, well, isn't it better to know that it wasn't haunted? I mean, I guess it is good to know that I don't have the pussy ghost. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the thing. It's like once they get in, it's really hard to get them out. So it's like you want to like keep an eye on that whole situation. Another dough bludger looking for a free vagina to live in. <laughs> My vagina has a family of 14. And they're all on benefits. <laughs> Uh, here's what happened with my relapse. I, uh, I, I told Rancho, go to the doctor because you haven't been in a long time. Because as listeners may remember, Rancho was complaining that when she got up, she started to feel dizzy. By the way, now that started happening to me. Really? Today, I got up, I started to feel dizzy, sat down, got up again, started to feel dizzy. Maybe there's like a gas leak in this apartment or something. Yeah, maybe we're just on a fast track to death. <laughs> yeah. You know how like we can be super loud in this apartment because our neighbors never hear us? Maybe that's because of all the asbestos in the walls. Oh my God, it's making too much sense now. So, actually, somebody left a comment. Oh, oh, a bunch of people left really nice YouTube comments. Hexakines wrote, when 
when you sit or lay down for a long time without moving too much, your blood pressure goes down. If you stand up too quickly, you don't have enough pressure to push blood into your brain right away. The blackness on the periphery of your vision is you starting to pass out. Usually the pressure picks up in time to restore full consciousness, but sometimes it doesn't, in which case you'd faint. Try not to stand up too quickly around counter edges, fondue forks, and the like. Oh, okay. I'll try to avoid it. So as long as I don't do it around fondue forks, I'm good? Well, I think the problem is that you've been standing up bolt upright as if you woke up from a nightmare yeah. in, a, in a sitcom or cartoon. That is what I do. Yeah. Every time you stand, every time she stands, she goes, ah! So try not to do that. So, we, so here's what happened with the relapse. So Rancho goes out of town and I am digging through the couch. I'm looking for the remote control. We've watched, would it be fair to say, 70 episodes of Family Guy in the past month? Too many episodes of Family Guy, yes. It started as a joke, and it's not a joke anymore. No, now I think we really do like Family Guy. Again, it's really nice background noise. And um, and I found one of Rancho's, like, wacky tobacco vape cartridges. Do you remember which one it was? Do you remember what it looked like? It had some kind of symbol on it, like a sun or a... Like, it, it had some sort of, like, Mayan symbol on it. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if, if any... I think if I that might have just been a cursed vape pen. Can you... Oh, you know, but the fact that you're asking, describe the various symbols, like, what could it have been? Well, the only one that I know off the top of my head, it's just the the, the kind tree one, which is just a marijuana leaf, Get believe it or not. It might have been that. And that was... That's pretty good shit. It I like that stuff. That stuff is, uh... Like a some crazy percent THC. I smoke it before I go to bed. Cool. It didn't make you immediately fall asleep. No, it made me immediately want more weed. So like I find the little cartridge. Rancho's not here. And I'm like, all right, I know exactly what to do. I walk down the street. I go to the guy. I'm like, do you, do you have any vape pens? And the guy was like, what? And I was like, this is happening again. How is this possible? How does nobody know what a fucking vape pen... Is this just not a word? Are we calling it something totally wrong? It made me immediately realize this has got to be my fucking fault. <laughs> and so I pull out the little weed cartridge and I show it to him and he's like, oh, he hands me a thing. I buy it for $16. Then I start looking around the house for more like hidden weed and... I find these packages of um, Delta 8 gummies. The the, uh, the vape cartridge did not have a ton in it, unfortunately. Like, it only had a couple of hits. So I felt, like, all stoned and woozy and fun. And uh, and then I find these, like, Delta 8 gummies. And I go, oh, Delta 8, that's fake weed. That's, like, the CBD fake bullshit weed. Yeah. And it's a whole package of gummies. And I have the munchies at this point. So I eat the whole bag of gummies at once. Because I'm saying to myself, they don't work. You know how many times I've tried CBD and it doesn't work? Like, Jay and Silent Bob sent us those three CBD cigarettes and they didn't work. And, like, CBD companies will sometimes send me CBD because I think I'm on some sort of, like, Instagram CBD influencer list. And every time they do, it shows up, I smoke it, it doesn't work, but it's, like, nice to smoke something. Yeah. And then the next thing I know, I feel like my breathing is really shallow and labored and I, uh... It's like I'm having a lot of trouble breathing. Like breathing is like a huge struggle. And then all of a sudden I start tasting like copper in my mouth. Christ. And I'm like, okay, I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> I'm having a fucking heart attack. Or I've suffered food poisoning because a listener of ours sent us, it, this must have cost a fucking fortune, a gigantic cardboard box Filled with Australian candies and cookies. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Shout out to that guy. You, you're going to get some American snacks one day. <laughs> yeah, it was two two different things of Tim Tams and a and a case of wagon wheels and a, like all this like Marmite and Vegemite flavored chips and like chocolate covered uh, peaches. Chocolate covered peaches. Vegemite shapes. <laughs> Yes, there were. It was like a 12-pack of little pouches of Vegemite tapes. Anyway, continue. And so I'm like, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm suffering from food poisoning. Maybe I'm having a heart attack. Probably having a heart attack. I marched myself down to urgent care, and they're like, we think you're high. We think the problem is you're high on weed. 
And I'm like, you're not taking my heart attack concern seriously. <laughs> and at that point, I felt my left arm go numb. Like, my right arm working fine. I'm telling the doctors, I'm like, I could text. I could I could open up apps. I'm like, if you, if, give me a math problem. I'll do it on my phone. Which is probably why I thought I was high. <laughs> like, um, and my left arm goes numb. And I'm like, look, I may have had some CBD gummies. But I'm absolutely either having a heart attack or I'm suffering food poisoning from Australian candies and cookies. So they sent me to the emergency room. So I, I, I rode over there in a goddamn ambulance the entire time. Both paramedics are making fun of me and telling me that I'm definitely high and I'm not suffering from a heart attack. And it's all in my head, which is only making me assume it's a heart attack more. Really? Because now it's a matter of principle. I'm like, I swear to God, my left arm is numb. You believe me or I swear to God, I will have a heart attack right in the same <laughs> Because uh, my, my grandpa suffered st a stroke. I'm, I'm like, I'm stroking out over here. I had a heart attack. I had a stroke. At this, I'm having a stroke attack and food poisoning and all this stuff. I end up in the emergency room and they draw my blood and they test me for everything. And they're like, yeah, we found a lot of weed in your pee. <laughs> like your pee is entirely weed. And I'm just like, look, don't you think it's possible to have a heart attack? And be high at the same time. They're like, yes, except for you. And the doctor's like, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's like, don't work like that. You got to believe me. I'm a medical doctor. <laughs> this isn't a drug. So at some point I realize, okay, maybe every single doctor and nurse I've talked to are right. But now I, I've got a problem. I don't know how much of the copay I'm going to have to pay if I just went to the emergency room because I freaked out by eating a bag of 10 CBD gummies. I don't know if that's like covered or if that's like a, like if that, what's the term I'm looking for? Uh, no, I think that's covered actually. I think that's part of the essential benefits. Is, uh, benefits. Benefits. Yeah, the essential benefits that we paid for. <laughs> and so I'm saying to myself, all right, Asterios, you've got to come up with another problem fast. Something that like you can pro you can fight for and properly bill to your health insurance company. Asterios, you need to will your heart to go as fast as possible. And I'm sitting there. I'm going like faster, 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 faster. I'm like, I need another EKG. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, I need another EKG. And they took a second. I had three EKGs this day. Second EKG abnormally high heart rate wow bing bang boom now the whole thing is being paid for by blue cross blue shield or whatever i'm not really sure whose insurance i have and then they took another one and they're like your heart rate is even higher i'm like i told you guys i'm having a heart attack i wasn't i was faking the heart attack i thought i was having because i relapsed on weed which is why the episode was late well, howdy doody. <laughs> well, it was also late because there were technical problems too, right? Well, there was, okay. The That's what I've been telling people. I mean, the first episode, yeah. Like One day, my the computer just like decided that it would no longer accept two Logitech cameras, even though it's had two Logitech cameras plugged into it the entire time we've been doing the show. Yeah. I had to look up shit and roll back firmware and do, this, do all this other stuff. But no, the relapse was a... Oh, it was a very big part of it. Well, how are you feeling today, Asterios? I feel pretty good. I'm on six days sober now. Woo! Uh, this all went down last Wednesday. I got a lot more work to do. I don't think I can do weed anymore, but to protect myself from this ever happening again, I purchased Sarancha a gun safe. Oh my God, and it is the coolest gun safe. Now, obviously- we're putting weed in the gun safe and not guns in the gun safe. Yeah, I was going to say, I could go open it up and hit one of them right now. <laughs> Do you want, let me grab the gun safe just yeah, so you can show it to people. Check it out. I have the, the Wincest, the incest, uh, fingerprint locking. I believe it's called Wincent. It's Wincent. The incest <laughs> gun safe. Opening only by your fingerprints and the fingerprints of your cousin lover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is one of those safe. It doesn't even have a passcode. Serious look at my finger. I'm gonna put my fi finger. Hey, hey it popped work. open. Check it out. We got vapes. 
We got gummies. We got edibles. We got some some of that some of that Zaza pack. Yeah. So I purchased Rancho a uh, a gun safe with a fingerprint lock on it because I'm like, while you're stoned, you're not going to want to fool around with like a combination or dials or keys or whatever. Like, yeah, you're just going to want your finger to work. Correct. And uh, it is now filled with so much goddamn weed. It's like a fucking treasure chest. Like, you can barely close it. There's so much goddamn weed in that gun safe. Weed and tinctures and uh, cartridges. And I even got fake weed. This is Delta 8, but this is also off limits for you now, too. No, I can't even do Delta 8. It put me in the goddamn hospital. I am such a fucking boomer. But we filled it with weed that you purchased from the new illegal marijuana dispensary 20 blocks from here. Yeah, there's an illegal marijuana dispensary 20 blocks from our house. Um, they seem to just not give a shit. So, if listeners, uh, selling recreational weed is legal in New York now, but it's not legal. It starts being legal at the beginning of next year. January 1st, is that it? Yes, exactly. Uh, but we got a couple months in there, and I guess this company was just like, you know what, fuck it. We're just going to move in early. So I walk in, and... And they clearly, I'm like, oh, don't get fooled again, Sriracha, because you've been fooled by these fake weed stores in the past. But no, this is some good shit. It will get you fucked up. They just uh, don't really give a shit that you're either not supposed to be selling it and you're supposed to be like checking IDs and stuff and pay, doing things like paying taxes and other nonsense. They're not doing any of that. It's awesome. Just some drug dealers rented some property they painted the outside of it with like their drug dealing logo and you walk in and they've got like merchandise counters and shelves and a PlayStation 5 where they're constantly playing some sort of MMA fighting game. I follow them on Instagram, which is how I know about this. You have to walk in. It's... You have to walk in this dispensary. You know how I talk about all the time how you have to walk into like an airlock and have somebody check your ID? Yes. Well, at this dispensary, you walk into the airlock and it's like you walk into somebody's living room. Like there's a bunch of fucking dudes playing Madden sitting there on a the couch with their big ass dog, not on a leash. And then the one looks up and says, oh, hey, and then maybe asks you for an ID. The guy that asked us for our ID looked like he was 13 years old. He looked like I could put him in my pocket. He was so small. You literally have to step over PS3 controllers to get to the place where you buy marijuana. It's awesome. There's it's like ash all over. There's ash and chicken wing bones all over the floor. Right. So I am advising. Previously, I had advised if you can see the weed before you have to give out your ID, then you're going to get scammed. I'm advising that recommendation. That is normally my recommendation, except if you walk in and you have to step over garbage from a halal truck that someone is actively eating off the floor, then you're probably good. In fact, then you're going to get the best weed. Yeah. Because they also charged me wrong, I realized when I got home. They tr you mean you got ripped off? No, no, no. I ripped them off accidentally. Tell me about this. They were supposed to sell me. So, you know, vape cartridges, marijuana. Yeah. They sell it in little vape cartridges. They sell it in two sizes, half a gram and a whole gram. And it was supposed to be on the wall. It said half a gram for 30 bucks. But they gave me two full gram cartridges and they charged me 30 bucks each for either of them. Good fucking job. So well completely done. disorganized, uh, dirty, 10 out of 10. <laughs> we'll go back when I need to. On Instagram stories, uh, they put up a picture and it was one of them hitting like a big fat blunt. And then the copy or like the, the words over the picture were when they ask if this is, quote, that fake CBD shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, like smiling, hitting a blunt, blowing smoke into the camera. I fucking love it. They must have bribed the right cop or group of cops or group of city councilmen or something. It's open from like 9 a.m. to midnight, Monday through Sunday, this place. Right. Insanely sketch. Oh, it's so great. Love it so much. Hope it never leaves. They say it's a pop, pop up. But yeah. uh, in New York, we, we have things pop up and pop pop around for quite a while. Yeah, there's been that. What's that makeup pop up that's been open for three years? Yeah, there's been a makeup, a Glossier pop up for, I think, uh, as long as we've been living here. I, I wonder if you just say you're a pop up. If that just like cuts a lot of the red tape when it comes to like 
permits and zoning and all that shit. Maybe, I guess. All right. Fuck it. Nathan should call every business of his a pop-up. Well, they all do eventually pop down. So there <laughs> you go. Talk about, want to talk about EGs? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, me neither. I'm good. Ugh, I'm good. You like talking about my crystal turtles instead? Absolutely. So as we know, Rancho is getting into crystals. She used to just be into birds. Now she's into birds and bird-shaped crystals because didn't you just get like some adventuring sparrows oh yeah i got a somebody uh, I, I got a brooch that was a hummingbird you got a little ruby hummingbird brooch and then you got these little babies so i discovered uh, on ebay that you can buy these uh, carved turtles they're so cute i know this is gonna be fantastic for our video for our audio listeners <laughs> but check them out bloodstone turtle opalite turtle adventuring turtle Lapis Lazul Turtle, Tiger's Eye Turtle. Some of all the turtles, and they're like six bucks each. Great. Fantastic hobby. 10 out of 10. I have the best turtles. I have the most turtles. They were sent here from China, and and like the package was like, it'll get here like in December. And we were like, ah, oh, goddammit. And then a week or two later, just a bunch of turtles showed up. A bunch of turtles, and they're here now, and we have them. We, before the show uh, opened, I was just like casually going through eBay, because I was like, hey, let's see if there's any more turtles. I purchased Rancho 10 additional turtles of rock and mineral types that i don't think exist i think they're just trying to fool americans yeah i mean i've never heard of golden and blue sandstone or whatever yeah or like like uh there was one like called like kiterite and i was like i don't think that's a stone but these turtles cost six dollars so you're coming home with me little Come guy home with me unakite <laughs> Yeah, so your so your plan with these turtles is to put them in a little line on your desk so they can keep you company all day at work. Correct. It's a really good plan. It's a good plan. I'm about to put it into action as soon as this podcast is over. I really like all these turtles. Okay. Can you name every mineral you own right now off the top of your head? Oh uh, yeah, counting all of these, I got a big rock of garnet. I got some rose quartz. Got a clear quartz turtle somewhere. Don't know where he is right now. Then I got some citrine. Good shit. They're minerals, Marie. <laughs> I'm and, into minerals. And I've got this. Wait, what's this guy that you gave me? You, she, she, she gave me some sort of orb. That's a honey calcite spear. Now, what are the psychological and emotional benefits of honey calcite? Like, will this help me in my love life? Will this bring success at work? Will this, this bring great fortune and luck? Uh, that rock actually brings uh, more deductibles on your tax return. Well, we're going to need to buy more of these and then deduct them on my tax return. Exactly. That's what they don't tell you. That is the only rock that is fully deductible. Oh, my God. Look at this cool little guy. All right. So, bad news. Relapse. Went to the emergency room, thought I had a heart attack, didn't, had to will myself into a semi-heart attack in order to get the American insurance companies to pay for my visit to the emergency room that I shouldn't have done in the first place. Good news, a ton of turtles. And wait, wait, by the way, why do you think that your insurance wouldn't pay you because you got too drugged up? I just don't know if there's a code for guy took too much weed and went crazy. Like, I don't know if that's a... Do you a think thing. If, do you think if you drink if you shove something up your ass that's not supposed to go in there and you go to the hospital the doctor's like well you weren't supposed to shove this up in your ass so we're gonna you're gonna have to pay for this yourself no they don't they don't bill you differently based on whether or not it's your fault <laughs> that you got hurt are you sure I'm almost a hundred percent positive the reason I think that there would be a code for like putting like a toothbrush up your ass is that <laughs> Americans pop is that America's politicians are constantly doing it. And like anything they do, we need to make legal. Exactly. Yeah. Think about how many uh, brush handles Nancy Pelosi's carrying up there. She's probably got like a pouch full. What people don't know is that she also has three of these turtles up there. No way. Really? They're going to help me pick stocks. (laughs) Today, I heard about something fucking amazing. Like the New York Times did a study. And they looked at like how well stocks do when Congress people or senators buy them. You'll never guess they have almost a 100% success rate. Anytime they buy a stock, it goes up for some reason. It's almost like they have access to insider information that the rest of us don't. Did you see that Twitter account that's like Nancy Pelosi's stocks are up by like 700,000 times the S&P 500 or I something have- ridiculous? Like It's called like Nancy Por- Pelosi Portfolio Tracker. Well, so what someone is doing doing is they're making an exchange traded index fund 
that tracks every single stock purchase congressmen and senators buy, and then they buy it. Oh, that's brilliant. Yes. Is that allowed? <laughs> it, uh, these index funds need approval from the FEC, and then they need to be listed like on the NYSE or something. But like one of them is called like the National American Corporate yield or nancy yeah that's funny i you know that's gonna get not approved and then they're gonna change all the laws and so i actually now know you can't see what senators are buying yeah uh-huh yeah because it's national security because yeah uh, uh iraq and also we we have to go bomb more palestinians right now because of this <laughs> uh so hopefully you and i can hop oh and then the one for the senators is called like cruise like for ted Cruz good or fuck them I'll yeah. buy it first day it comes out. Oh my god! Hope it tanks. Uh, no, I hope it. I hope it goes to the moon because I'm going to be in the money on uh, yeah, this. Yeah, you and everybody else on the face of the planet. Um, the second bit of just like funny little news that I have here is, and this was in the New York Times and on CNN today. They were like, "There's a dangerous new TikTok trend, and you've got to be looking out for it. Make sure that your kids aren't eating chicken cooked in NyQuil." Wait, like entire like rotisserie chicken? How, how, how is the chicken cooked? In NyQuil? Look, I don't know if it's basted with NyQuil or if it's just like submerged in NyQuil. Kind of like, you know, like the delicious boiled chicken I make. We're just like, they're just like boiling like cut up chicken breast in a pot of NyQuil. But somehow, some way, kids are apparently making NyQuil chicken and the news is telling me not to do this. Now, here's the problem. I would have had no idea kids were doing this. Unless the news told me this. So what I think the news is doing is it's spreading the word that eating chicken and NyQuil is based and gets you high. Because there's no other reason to cook your chicken and NyQuil unless it gets you super fucked up. You're, you're a little Miss Robo Tripper. You're always looking at trip. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, I was about to ask, what is it, like, why would you do that? But I guess the answer is always it gets you high. Yeah, because NyQuil's <laughs> got, like, all that alcohol and all that cough syrup shit. I mean, you, look, you're a little, you know. Know all about see, the Cezirup. I'm not gonna man explain Cezirup to you. See, I was about to ask you: Is this the thing that the news told you, or is this the thing that Lime Jinjo told you? Definitely don't do it, bro. But now that I hear that it's from what CNN, you, you, let me pull up the article. Now that I quick. know that the lamestream media is telling me not to, I think I will cook my chicken at night. Well, thank you very much. Oh, it would be blue too. Does it come out blue? Or green. Don't forget that there's multiple kinds of NyQuil. And orange chicken, which, by the way, is back at Panda Express, would be DayQuil. Yeah, DayQuil. <laughs> DayQuil chicken. Uh, here we go. Okay, so here's a CNN article. Headline, don't cook chicken in NyQuil, colon. FDA warns about dangerous social media challenges. Response article, don't tell me what to do, colon. Eat my shit. <laughs> Want to cook chicken in NyQuil? Overdose on antihistamines? Swallow laundry detergent pods? Yes, 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 I do. While most of us would recoil in horror from such dangerous suggestions. Pussy. What the, was this written by that old lady that bothers the Marx Brothers? Oh, my word. Oh, I'm recoiling in horror at the idea of kids doing something stupid on the internet. Oh, yeah, I'll fucking go die. Hang on to your monocles, dowagers. One recent challenge posted on social media encouraged people to cook chicken in a mixture. They're giving us the recipe. Yeah, give me the recipe. Give me the cheat code. I want to get fucked up. In a mixture of acetaminophen, dextromethaphoran, and doxylamine, the basic ingredients of NyQuil and some similar over-the-counter cough and cold products Boiling a medication can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in other, comma, super-based ways, the FDA says. Again, they're making this out. This, I never would have done this. What do children like to eat? If you said lollies and sodas, you're wrong. <laughs> Today's kids crave NyQuil chicken. <laughs> NyQuil nuggies. And NyQuil nuggets. A unique drug, <laughs> getting them high <laughs> at just five calories an ounce. Even if you don't eat the chicken, inhaling the medication's vapors while cooking could cause high levels of the drug to enter your body. The agency also pointed out a TikTok challenge daring people to hallucinate by taking large doses of over-the-counter antihistamine diphenhydramine called the, quote, 
Benadryl challenge. <laughs> this is so good. Shooting up heroin challenge, impossible mode. Don't ruin your life. Now here's, the, the article goes on to say, why are youth so susceptible? The teenage brain isn't fully developed, according to the American Academy oh, of Pedia. Oh, fuck Yeah, exactly. That is not the problem. The problem is you just gave me the recipe for a hell of a weekend, and I get delicious chicken, which is a low-calorie, high-protein food, good for weightlifters or dieters alike. Does it tell you how they're cooking the chicken in NyQuil? Like, are they boiling it? Are they applying it as a... Are they dipping it? You're the only one in this relationship that has TikTok. Could you open up your phone right now and just look up... Because you know there's going to be like some twee like 16 year old wannabe chef influencer slowly dipping one of those little brushes and just lovingly basting the chicken in nyquil well i mean that's not really how tiktok works but i'm gonna i can try to i, I can genuinely don't know how let's TikTok fin- i'm gonna search for Ny- nyquil chicken nyquil chicken yes okay it's one of the first things sleepy chicken Oh, it's just somebody talking about it. Well, okay, well, we know that's going to happen. Look for one that has a lot of, like, beauty or glamour shots romancing the chicken. Okay, they're just pouring the NyQuil over the chicken. It's just a pan full of chicken and NyQuil. It's exactly as basic as we thought it was. Yeah, it's, okay, it's a pan. It looks like it's a pan, and he's boiling NyQuil on the stove and then basting the chicken with the NyQuil, the pan of... Boiling nightmare on the stove. Is this the point at which we say don't do this? Have we said that yet? I don't even think this is a TikTok trend. I think this is just some guy. You searched for NyQuil chicken and you said stuff popped up right away. Yeah, but it's people being like, people are dying because of this crazy TikTok trend. You literally just pulled up a dude making NyQuil chicken. What are you talking about? I don't think this is the original one, though. Hang on. Let's see if I can find any more. POV, you tried to cook chicken in NyQuil. No, it's just people reacting to this one video. I haven't seen anybody actually trying it themselves. Okay. All right. We'll keep an eye out for it. Okay, I will. And then just the last little bit of, and again, these are very dubious sources here. It's okay. I love this. Barstool Sports, like the one of our guiding lights of journalism. They the one put, they called Pete David Butthole Eyes originally. They invented the Butthole Eyes slur? They did. Goddamn Barstool Sports, not bad Barstool Sports. So they put out a tweet the other day that said the top 10 websites that people spent the most money on in 2022. It's a tweet that they're doing. Uh, they, they found some infographic from some site called Curve, which has 300 followers. Okay. And top 10 online shopping sites. Number one. Actually, guess what you guess what the top online shopping sites are. Online shopping sites. Uh, Amazon. That's course. number one. Okay. Uh, number two. Uh, how about uh, eBay? Uh, eBay is number three. OnlyFans is number two. Really interesting. Makes Gross. sense. I mean, people are paying $50 for these clips. Uh, Target, number four. Best Buy, number five. Guess one more. Uh, Visa? Uh, Visa's not there. Walmart, Etsy, Kohl's. Number six, right between Best Buy and Home Depot, LongJohnSilvers.com. <laughs> Apparently, so much money is transacted at LongJohnSilvers.com. That it beat Walmart.com. Really? Oh, shit. This obviously could be an error, but if I lived near a Long John Silver's, I would go there all the time and I would load like $1,000 into my Long John Silver's app because you know, like, the more money you pay, like, the more extra Silver's bucks you get. The few times in my life I've eaten at Long John Silver's, it was a magical experience <laughs> I'll never forget. Really? You had fun at a Long John Silver's? No, look, the stores look scary and they look like you'll be murdered there. But it's the the fish is, it's more crunch than fish. It's almost entirely crunch. And the French fries are clearly cooked in the same fryer as the fried fish in the, um, the... The hush puppies? And the hush puppies, exactly. So everything tastes like maximum delicious. It's just like 
30-year-old trans fats that like will never leave your body that can only be found at Long John Silver's. See, that's so interesting that you have positive memories of Long John Silver's because to me, Long John Silver's is just like bad moments on a road trip. Mm-hmm. Like bad, mm-hmm. but like mom and dad are fighting. We need to pull over. Like we, en- you end up at a Long John Silver's. In my opinion, nobody goes. I've never in my life went to a Long John Silver's. I have found myself <laughs> like the back rooms. It just kind of occurs sometimes to me that was roy rogers really like that shitty restaurant out in the middle of the fucking desert highway with nothing attached to like the most random like a pizza hut something that nobody else two restaurants that no one will want just out of the blue yes i would only find roy rogers is at just, you know, if our family, like everyone's fighting in the minivan while we're driving down the coast to go to Disneyland or something, and like we pull over a little rest stop and like that's where Roy Rogers is. Yeah, that's that's where Long John Silver's are too. <laughs> okay, let's put aside the family trauma. What do you think of the fish at Long John Silver's? I mean, it's fine. It's fine fish. It's deep fried. You deep fry anything enough, yeah. it'll become edible. For people that don't live in the United States, Long John Silver, it's fried. It's a fish and chips place, yeah. but the chips are bad, are real bad. They sell these things called hush puppies. To this day, I have no idea what the fuck a hush What puppy. is a hush puppy? It's oh like God. a fried ball of cornmeal or something. Whatever it is, I fucking love it. I love. You ever dunk a hush puppy in syrup? What if I've never tried that? Yo, no. That's what you gotta do. You gotta dunk it in that green syrupy Nyquil solution. It, what if there's like some mafia boss that just like really likes Long John Silver's and is transacting? Like, what if the uh, um, whoever runs the Illuminati, whoever's the head of the Illuminati these days, <laughs> really fucking loves Long John Silver? What if he is John? Holy shit. What, what if Long this? John Silver runs the Illuminati? What if that's his eye in that pyramid? No, you can't say that because then we're going to get taken out of the boat like on that episode of SpongeBob. I don't. Please tell me. Please Davey tell me Jones what you're locker, whatever it is. I don't know what you're talking. Keep going. Uh, SpongeBob and Patrick get uh, abducted onto a pirate ship. I, oh, man. What was the name of the, the pirate ghost? I think it was Davy Jones. Okay. But uh, they are forced to work on this ship, and they do such a poor job that he lets go. <laughs> the ghost pirate l- lets them go. He's like, we don't want you as part of the skeleton crew. Okay. First off, skeleton crew, amazing. Wait, why isn't there a video game called Skeleton Crew where you have to assemble like a group of like a driver skeleton, a hacker skeleton, like a seductive skeleton to like rob a bank, to rob a blood bank? We should make it. We should make it. The turtles will help. Turtles will help. They're kissing. Well, that's helping me. You're kissing. Let me go. <laughs> okay. Just a quick SpongeBob canonical question. Go for it. I am, I've been led to believe that SpongeBob is incredibly good at his job. Why was he, why is he so good at the Krusty Krab but so bad on the pirate ship? I mean, he's good at the Krusty Krab because he's, he's not, he's flip, his passion is making Krabby Patties. Oh. So he's good at making Krabby Patties. He okay. can't, like, the episode that Squidward has him uh, wait tables, he can't do that. He has to empty literally everything in his brain to learn things about fine dining like he can't he can't just be good at, he's not good at working he's good at making Krabby Patties okay does Spongebob know the Krabby Patty formula I assume okay well to me it's it, like it seems like he would just get the meat and flip it like I don't know that Spongebob is like behind the purchasing decisions I mean uh, Spongebob you see him put together Krabby Patties I don't know what the secret formula is I assume it's some type of sauce so maybe Spongebob gets the sauce like McDonald's gets Mac sauce like he comes in a thing and you just kind of press it like and you can taste it and you could theorize but you don't know for sure that would be that was my guess too that it's like i don't know it's it's already mixed in the meat or something or yeah or like he he puts the sauce on the grill obviously it's not just the directions for krabby patty like anybody could like reverse engineer krabby patty by buying one right plankton even has a machine that you can put things in it and it'll tell you the opposite of that's another reason why i think it does have to do with the actual construction the Krabby Patty though because Prankton cannot buy a Krabby Patty he is like permanently banned from he can't even patronize the restaurant really? like if he has money and comes in there have been episodes where he's tried to buy a Krabby Patty but he can't because he try he wants to steal the formula is Spongebob and Mr. Mr. Krabs are they similarly banned from the chum bucket 
Uh, I don't think anybody eats the chum bucket. How does the chum bucket stay open? It is part of Plankton's house. Like, oh. Plankton also lives in the chum bucket, I think. Okay, so it's like kind of like we do like the home office deduction. Right, exactly. Okay, damn, everything's a scam. Everything's a scam, even in SpongeBob. See, I remember the, th- the thing where like he put a like a piece of seaweed inside the computer and it said like, 50% sea, 50% weed. And if you'd put me in that computer, it would have said 100% weed because <laughs> I had a relapse, which is why the show didn't come out. But this one will come out because I've been sober for six days. That's what they did for your piss, actually. <laughs> they took a jar of it, put this 50% weed, 50% KFC. <laughs> God damn it. Well, hey, listeners, that's it for this week's episode of The Loudest Podcast. Uh, thank you for all the really nice comments and stuff that you left on YouTube. Thank you for all of your panicked tweets and email. It was very heartening to know how much people missed the show. And we'll make it up to you somehow. <laughs> we'll make it up to you somehow. Oh, I, I just recorded a new episode of The Lime of the Cocoa Dust last night where we talk about this week's uh, Nintendo Direct. Apparently there are four farming sims coming out. That's, uh, have you seen, I've, I saw a meme about that. Well, tell it me about like, the meme. It was that, it was actually a Spongebob meme. It was, uh, you know that pirate, that guy, IRL, like live action guy, they have dressed up as a pirate Play sometimes. The play by Tom Kenny, the, the voice of Spongebob Squarepants, was also a cast member on Mr. Show, which uh, Jay Johnston was a cast member on Mr. Show, and he was also one of the January 6th writers, played by, <laughs> <laughs> played by Kevin Potas. Yeah, of course, that one. Who could confuse him? Uh, yeah, that guy at one point, it was some kind of, uh, it was him staring at a TV. It said, that's it? That's the Nintendo Direct? It, that was just a bunch of shitty farming games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My nieces are go crazy for these farming games. I can't wait to buy some of these farming games for my nieces. Yeah, and thank you. You can hit me up. We're going to, me and Nico are going to talk about that dumb hoe that uh, fucked Adam Levine and is trying to get a bunch of sympathy for it. The, the news keeps serving me stories about this and I keep saying, no, no algorithm, no. I don't care about Adam Levine's love life. Uh, yeah, no, Adam Levine's uh, dumb hoe mistress was like, I was taking advantage of Adam Levine when I was young and naive and people were in the comments are like, well, when did this happen? And she's like, three months ago. <laughs> Isn't she 27? Yes. She's 27 years old. Adam Levine, notorious for dating models. If there's anyone a model, because like at one point in the 2000s, Adam Levine just kind of dated his way through all the Victoria's Secret angels. If there's anyone you could see coming a mile away, it's Adam Levine. He is covered in tattoos. Right. Damn it. Why don't you? There are so many better people to have an affair with. Like, come on. At least shit out an Elon Musk, baby. Like, run a name under a barcode and that thing's going to be your fucking retirement plan. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, uh, much like that episode of Seinfeld, Adam Levine, he's already been passed. Like, he's model approved. Oh, okay. But I, uh, another thing I want to bring up, I was I talking about my nieces before and how they love farming sims. <laughs> yeah. This month's sticker, and if you pledge $15 or more, patreon.com slash stairs, you will get this month's sticker. Uh, the September sticker is an adorable picture of me being tortured and abused by my nieces. Oh! They are causing chaos and flying all around the room, and I'm just trying to wash some goddamn dishes to help my little brother and my sister-in-law, and my nieces are being no help, but you will be a great help to us here at patreon.com. You pledge $15 a month, you get a sticker every month, you get the video version of the show, so you get to see Sarancha in her fancy robe today with her fancy turtles. And my turtles. And soon, we gotta go, as in now, we gotta go, so thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye!